Our work at KEHI matters, not only to impact the lives of our retail partners and suppliers, but to make a difference in our families, our communities, and even the world. Hello, my name is Adrienne Binder, and I'm your host for Fruit of Your Labor, a KEHI podcast. We aspire to update you on what's happening at KEHI and inspire you with the amazing stories of how you are working to make lives better. Enjoy the episode. As you may already know, KEHI Cares partners with many organizations that are doing crazy good things all over the world. But what you may not realize is some of these organizations are started by our very own KEHI employees. Today, we're joined by Carl Snyder to share his story. Welcome, Carl. Hey, Adrian. Thanks for having me. So, Carl, let's hear a little bit about you. Um, how long have you worked for KEHI? So, I joined the KEHI family as a consultant um, 10 years ago, worked for six months, and then was hired on in the Jacksonville office. Okay. And what's your current role? I'm currently uh, reporting up to Greg Payne in the IT as a director of client integration support. That sounds pretty important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it breaks, everybody blames me. So yes, it's, oh, no. it's pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it never breaks. So never uh-huh, have to nope. worry about that. <laughs> so what do you like to do? What do you do outside of Kehi? You know, outside of Kehi, it's uh, whenever I can, I get to go jet skiing here on the beautiful west shore coast of Florida. I live south of Tampa in Bradenton, Sarasota area. Great fishing and um, uh, that that's the that's the fun time. Otherwise, it's pretty much my nonprofit time. That sounds amazing. So you just mentioned you started your own nonprofit. Can you share a little bit about what this ministry does? Yeah, um, Hunger's End Food Pantry and Blessing Closet today is a full-blown resource center organization that serves 1,500 families every single month with free groceries, with uh, much-needed meats and dairy products, as well as we provide clothes and hygiene products to the homeless that are in need to help get by another day, another eve, another night. We give them a free meal every Monday evening. Um, we have many partner organizations that come alongside of us that uh, help make all this possible. But I can take you way back when it wasn't what it is today. And that involves KE Cares and a trip to Laredo, Texas and all that other good stuff. But just to add on what we're doing, our services include free haircuts, free bikes for transportation, as well as uh, drug and alcohol addiction recovery programs that are available in Manatee County. We direct folks to get that recovery so that they can help themselves get better. Um, we meet a lot of people on the front lines on the streets, as you can imagine, that are um, desperate and looking for help. And that's what we we're here for. That sounds absolutely amazing. So, so go ahead and take me back. Let's uh, okay. can you help us understand you know, what inspired you to start this. Yeah, and that's exactly what it's all about, inspiration. You know, what, what is the key inspiration that, that causes anybody to action? You know, I, li- I like to call it compassion demands action, because what you're compassionate about, you will do something about. And we became compassionate about seeing people in our local city 
very much in need of, of a meal. You know, a lot of people were going hungry. Um, we started helping out in a park with another organization and, and it opened our eyes to really see what was going on in our inner city to something that we weren't really seeing just as a normal drive-by person would not notice, you know. Um, of course, we always see homeless people maybe on the side of the street, but we don't know their plight. We don't know what they go through from a day-to-day situation. So we got a little closer to what was happening. We went on a Laredo trip um, to Pastor Lucy and Luis and uh, Randy Shaw and the team took us down there. And we got to see from a different perspective, a food pantry in operation. They have a wonderful meals program for the elderly there in the uh, church that Pastor Lucy and Luisi do there. And that is something that is amazing because they they pre-bag all the groceries, they get all the produce, all the meats and everything ready, and they get that set up all morning long. And as we were helping do that and bag groceries and get everything prepared, I looked outside the gate and it was still 7.30, 8.30 in the morning. And there was already 50 elderly people lined up at their gate. And we didn't open for another four hours. And that just broke my heart. You know, it's like, wow, you know, is, is people that desperate where they have to wait in line that long to get a bag of groceries? And the answer is yes, they, they really are that desperate. So that really inspired me to say, you know what, maybe we could do more in Manatee County where I live back in Bradenton, maybe we too could, we already see the the need on a weekly basis of, you know, just helping out serve a lunch on a Saturday in the park. What if we started doing something every Monday evening in the community? How many people would show up and, you know, would that fill a need that's out there? So I, I came back inspired from that Laredo trip and I told my wife, Vicki, she was all on board for it. So we, we started looking for opportunity and sure enough, opportunity, the doors opened and we had the opportunity to open up uh, a Monday night, open a 10 by 10 tent, 80 people showed up that first night looking for a meal. So that told us, hey, there, there is a need out there. So that was the early beginnings and I'll pause there just because I said a lot, but um, I can take you then from that journey forward. Yeah, I'd love to hear how the organization has grown then. I mean, you mentioned a little bit of that in the beginning, but, you know, how have you grown from that just Monday night in a tent to what you've become now? Yeah, you know, it, that that's such a great question. And the answer is only God can do what has become because he took a little bit of a step of faith. And he has then made this organization what it is today by bringing the right people at the right time with the right skills to join you in your effort. And like-minded, like-compassionate people, you know, um, you can then see what he will do if you allow God to work in your ministry. So sure enough, week after week, we started getting more and more people before we knew it. You know, we were serving 150 people on a Monday evening. And this plaza where we set up the tent in downtown Bradenton, we were outgrowing this space. So we asked the owners, we said, hey, can we rent one of these rooms from you, right? It it used to be an old hotel converted into a uh, multi-store front-end plaza. And he said, sure. So we started renting room after room after room to store our um, tables and open up our blessing closets. Because not only did we find out people needed food, they also need 
clothes and shoes and personal hygiene, you know, to help them get through the days um, ahead of them. Uh, we find out that local families living around our food pantry also need help. And they they started coming to our uh, services that we were offering and getting a meal for their Monday. You know, if they could bring a family of five and, and get a good home cooked meal, that saves them 40 bucks that they can put on, you know, their electric bill or water bill, you know. So it really was start, starting to help local families that live in the community as well as the homeless. So we continued just to grow into what we then had to become is what is a nonprofit, a 501c3, because in order to get food from the food bank to support our growing needs that we were serving, we had to get 501c3 qualified with the IRS. So uh, I had no idea what that is. So I just Googled it. And, um, you know, sure enough, you follow the steps, you submit the forms and you rally the troops to raise the funds and and you become a 501c3. Now that opened up many, many new doors for us. And we can now partner with the local food banks to start getting um, food by the pallet, if you can believe that. So now we're growing from a 10 by 10 tent serving a meal on a Monday night to now getting pallets of food as we grow our volunteer base grew. Me and my wife, Vicki, we couldn't do all this ourselves, right? So people started taking ownership of the blessing closets and they said, hey, our family will do the women's closet and our family will do the men's closet. And, you know, we'll do the bagging of the groceries. So we continue to grow year after year, renting more and more of these rooms from this plaza until we grew so much that we offered to buy the whole plaza. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And this is a city block. This is a city block plaza that that goes stretches between one block to the next. We approached the owner. We said, hey, you know what? We think we want to buy this place. You know, let's let's talk. And after six months of negotiation and fundraising and Kahee Cares, they helped make this possible. You know, we all raised funds together and we were able to put down a sizable deposit and um, closed on the loan. And now we have the entire plaza. That's unbelievable. And and over how much time was this from the time yes. you were in a tent until the time that, you know, you had expanded so much that you had the city block uh, building? Yes, yeah, so that was about four years past. That's and, fast. Um, that fast. And that, that was three years ago. So since three years, we've owned it. And the, the people of God, they just make things beautiful. And they just, they took this building, they turned it into a thing of beauty in the city. What used to look like a, um, you know, a sore spot and where drugs and prostitution and everything else going on out of this uh, location has now been turned over for the glory of God and, and is being used to bless people as they go through time, especially the COVID years. The last two years have been uh, really tough. But again, Kahi Cares has been tr- tremendous. Uh, we were able to partner with um, uh, Kahi Cares on on a food drive that helped us buy food during the shortage on the first year of COVID, and that really sustained a lot of families. Um, we be- became partnered with Feed in Tampa Bay, which is part of Feed in America. And with that partnership, that opened up a whole new set of doors because now we get three deliveries every single week to our back receiving area. And um, as much food can come in and go out from these local grocery stores that are donating Sam's and Publix's and Target's and stuff like that, it's going right into the hands of the needing families that, that, that need it. That's amazing that you're able to partner with all of these larger organizations, you know, to, to get those donations. Yeah, you know, it's so key and instrumental to be a organization in the city, in this 
position that we've become because we we align so well with not only Feed in Tampa Bay and the local food banks, but churches and organizations and companies want to come alongside of us, right? And they want to bring their volunteers to be able to give back to the community. So Hunger's End has now become an outlet for other organizations to send their people to, to give back. And they come and they do bagging events, you know, they'll bring 10, 15 people and they'll mulch and plant all kinds of things all around our property. They'll do all the hedge trimming. It's just a a great thing, you know, that comes out of being well known in the community. And you know what? The key thing is, is you can't do nothing yourself. Yeah, just lots of great partnerships. That's really what makes this happen. You know, I think by what you just said, you alluded to this, but how do you manage running this organization, Hunger's End, while also working full time at KHE? Yeah. So thank God I got a wonderful wife named Vicki and she she coordinates all the volunteers and she spends um, a lot of her days here at Hunger's End. And, you know, she she's the uh, trooper behind it, you know, but I I put my time in on the weekends, you know, in the evenings um, when needed. I have the luxury of working from my office here at Hunger's End from time to time if needed. But it, you know, Hunger's End is kind of a a child of KE Cares in my mind because, you know, you guys helped inspire me to do this and help what it is today. So I think it's just a great uh, relationship and partnership and a thing that, you know, KE could be very proud of because if they don't send their employees to missions fields to see the need that's out there and work and and just open our eyes, you know, maybe this would never have happened. You know, maybe that that broken heart moment when I seen those old ladies standing out there at 730 in the morning for four hours wouldn't have inspired me to come back to my wife and say, hey, I think we need to open a food pantry. It's it's really kudos to Kehi and the Kehi Nation, the employees. You know, we are a unique group and um, so special and so used by God, I think, in many ways. And I'm just honored to be part of that journey here. Carl, did you ever think that Hunger's End would become what it is now, thinking back to when you first started it? We really didn't know what we were doing. And, you know, what I like to tell people in the success story is we still don't know what we're doing. But by doing something and giving God an opportunity to to do the rest, amazing things can happen. And it's amazing that it has become this because we we just take one day at a time, one one step of faith at a time, see how God unfolds the doors and opens the doors before us. If it's something that we can walk into and fulfill, then we know it's his will. And um, we, we don't know what the future holds for us. You know, all we know is that we're going to keep on doing what we're doing until doors close or more opportunity opens ahead of us. What would you say to another employee who has a passion for doing good or who's gone on one of these serving trips to Laredo and in the back of their mind is thinking, I want to do more? It's a tough, tough step of faith to to take that first step of action to do something, right? And that that's the biggest hurdle to overcome because we all are moved by compassion and we all want to do something in some way. And you don't have to start your own nonprofit to do anything. You can do things in, in the little ways. You know, if, if God lays something on your heart to maybe come along another organization that's already up and running and, and it's like-minded of what you like to do, you know, go volunteer for them and help them out because that's instrumental to their success. 
if it's the little things of, you know, seeing a need in your local church or local community, if you can meet that need for somebody, that one little act of kindness is everything in somebody's life. You know, it may not be much. It doesn't may not seem like you're doing much, but it's everything in one person's life that is receiving something that they didn't have because you were generous enough to help meet their need. So, you know, being bold enough to take an action on your compassion, that will move you to um, do great things. Carl, thanks for joining us today and sharing your story. And to our KHE employees, if you want to learn more about what KHE Cares is involved in, you can visit khecares.org and learn more about the fruit of your labor. Mm-hmm.